This is the Equip Podcast from Cornerstone Church of Ames, a podcast designed to help you live a gospel-fueled and faithful life wherever Jesus has called you. Well, welcome again to the Equip Podcast from Cornerstone Church. My name is Mark Vance, and I want to talk to you about summer. Oh my goodness, people, summer is finally here in the great state of Iowa We have officially entered summer. The highs are in the 80s. It is sweaty outside. The pools are opening, and I love it. It's like the annual Midwestern tradition of remembering that we live in a place that is at least sometimes occasionally beautiful, and I love this season. And as we head into the summer, it gives us a chance to kind of do some new things and some fun things outside all of that. And so with the different rhythm of summer, just a heads up, we'll have a little different rhythm here on the Equip podcast through the summer, starting with this uh, episode up through August the 3rd. We're going to go bi-weekly for the podcast over the summer. So every two weeks, we'll release a new episode of the Equip podcast. You'll want to tune into those. And then on August the 3rd, we'll restart our normal rhythm of weekly podcasts. But this one, today, in honor of the start of summer, I want to talk about how we can have a great summer, how we can thrive in the summer. And in particular, I I want to give you a a couple thoughts about how to maximize your summer, how to have a summer that honors God and just leads to more flourishing in your life by thinking of what are some new goals or new opportunities I should pursue, what are some uh, habits I need to renew, and then some warnings about some things inside summer that we should avoid. And the reason we do this, whether you're a parent out there with the kids coming home from the summer or a student, college student headed home or a high schooler headed into uh, a summer break, new seasons give us the opportunity to reset our focus. Every new season is a chance to ask the question, are there things that I need to stop doing or avoid doing that would hurt me? Are there new things I need to start doing? Or are there things that have been a habit of my life, but maybe have fallen off that I need to renew? Even that language of stop, start, and renew is something that every new season you can look at and use as a way to reset how you live. So we're going to use that framework. We're going to talk about starting some new things that may be a new opportunity for just the summer season, stopping or avoiding some uh, things that could be harmful to our spiritual and physical and personal life, and then renewing some things that are foundational to us. So stop, start, renew or start, stop, renew. That's the order we're going to do it in. So let's talk about some things in the summer you should start. And when you're talking about starting these things, I just want all of these to be received with a spirit of grace and thankfulness. None of these start things are obligations that you must do. I have no text of scripture that commands you in any of these areas. I just think good wisdom and frankly, an old-fashioned like Iowa enjoyment of the summer should lead you to kind of focus on enjoying some new things in this season. So here's three ideas, maybe pick one or two, okay? I want you to, here's, here's an idea for a way to maximize your summer with something new. Uh, get outside and explore where you live. Okay, so let's talk about this just for a second. What I have found, it's a really interesting experience, is I've been traveling around from time to time. I get the chance to go visit one of the church plants that Cornerstone has done out in Bloomington, Indiana, or we've gone out to Oregon to the location of our newest church plant in Generations Church in Eugene, Oregon. And what's really interesting is because the people on those church planting teams are like responsible to host in people who come from out of town, 
they become uh, experts in what to do that is fun in their area. They'll tell you, well, here's the best parks, and here's something fun to do. And I actually kind of flipped it around and said, so if somebody showed up in my town, in Ames, Iowa, what would I tell them is like the top 10 fun things to do in Ames? Like if I had to host in a new person from a church plant returning back home, what would I tell them, don't miss this in the summer in Ames? And what I figured out is it's really easy to live in a place for a really long time and never be curious about the super fun things that you would do if you were just vacationing. So put this, here's the way to approach it. If, like, you were actually not just living in your hometown, but you were doing a vacation in your hometown, what would you be doing? Like, you're the out-of-towner in to explore. What would you be doing? Well, I thought about, okay, in, in summertime in Ames, I would go to Ada Hayden Park. I would bike or run around there. I'd go, you know, raft or float, you know, down the Skunk River. I'd explore uh, Peterson Pits and, you know, swimming in a farm pond sort of experience there. There were all sorts of things that I wrote on my list of stuff once I got curious about the space where I'm already in that I realized these are awesome opportunities. I don't have to drive across the country to do them. They're just right there in my backyard. Maybe there's something in the state of Iowa you've never explored. You've never been to the state capitol. So here's the, here's the impulse. Like the new thing is get curious about where you live and try especially to get outside if you can do that. I mean, it's the Midwest, guys. We've got to take advantage of the gift of grace that sunlight is while God gives it to us. And there's so much that we can do outdoors, even if it's going on a bike ride, by the way, the High Trestle Bridge down past Boone. It's absolutely beautiful. Go at sunset. It's incredible. You know, go outside and garden. Become curious about the soil of Iowa and its relative pH content and all that sort of business that gardeners do. Get outside and get curious. That's something new you can do in the summer. Here's another thing you could do that might be new. Uh, Choose a new simple exercise routine that you're going to be in. I know you don't want to hear it, okay? But guys, it's summer. We got to get the beach body going. All right. Now, okay, I'm I'm joking a little bit there. But summer, if you're a Midwestern living person, if you live in Iowa, we got to take advantage of these times where we could actually exercise outside. So in the summer, my goodness, if you're used to just going to the gym, okay, that's fine. I don't know how you can set up a weight bench in a meadow. Maybe you can. I, I think it'd be difficult. But Just choose something that gets you moving while it gets you outside, whether it's golfing with a friend. And yeah, like bonus points, by the way, if this gets you moving outside with people, going on a walk weekly, getting outside, taking a bike ride, just get yourself moving. So there's something new. What's a simple goal you could set for the next 10 weeks uh, to keep moving and to get outside? And then here's a new thing to think about in the summer. If you got a little bit of time, you know, don't just get curious in your town. Do plan that fun vacation. Explore something in your state. Explore something in the state around you. You don't have to fly somewhere crazy. In the summer, it's actually beautiful all over the Midwest. And so this is the one time when Nebraska isn't terrible, you know. So you, this would be a good time to check out the Omaha Zoo. Just get curious. Do something fun. This is kind of a word of just reminder. You don't have to fly out of state, go to Disney World, have a mountaintop trip to have an incredible experience. There's so much beauty all over God's creation, so go get out of town and explore it. That's something to think about that might be new for the summer season. So that's a start thing. But now let's talk about some stop things. If you should start some things, what about stopping? What are words of warning I would have for you as you think about the summer? 
Well, this one particularly, I'm thinking for college students headed home, but I think in some ways for a lot of people, when we head back to a familiar place, we go back to an old place and we pick out the pick up the old habits. So some of you have come to Iowa State, you've gone to a new season in your life, and you feel like you're like a totally new person in Jesus. And then you go back home, and all the old places you used to be and all the old habits you used to have begin to come back, you know? You become lazy and undisciplined. Hey, I want you to avoid, to stop thinking that because I'm in an old place, I have to be the old me. If anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. So you need to live in the old place as the new you. That's just a word of reminder and warning. Here, here's another thing you should stop, okay, or just a warning. Summer invites a level of busyness and chaos that as we try to crowd in every moment of fun, it would be more valuable for you. Remember, vacations and time off, you're supposed to relax. Man, people are so stressed out about getting their vacation in and done and doing it perfect and trying to make it epic. You know, it's okay. You're supposed to just have fun and relax. So don't, in the summer, become so busy that you don't have time for a backyard barbecue with your friends, that you don't have time for just sitting there on the back porch when it's beautiful, just going on a walk with somebody that you enjoy. Don't be so busy doing all the fun things, the Instagram-worthy post things, that you don't just enjoy the small things. Remember, in the summer, we can become so busy trying to have epic memories that we don't actually just delight ourselves in God's good gifts of daily grace. So stop or avoid neglecting that. And then here's another warning. As we're trying to start new good habits and take advantage of the beauty of the season, you need to avoid, you need to stop becoming so busy with travel and everything you've got going on that you never actually go to church. Now, look, I understand, guys, that people are going to travel in the summer, and I'm not one of those people that thinks that if you are not in church every single day of your life at your home church, you're somehow, you know, not walking with the Lord. I praise God for cornerstonelife.com and the chance to watch the services online or to tune into the podcast while you're traveling and keep up with the sermons of your home church. That's just a wise thing to do while you travel. Keep tuning in to the church that you're a part of. But it is entirely possible to so busy up the weekends of your summer that you never worship with God's people. And I just think the Bible is so clear. Don't neglect the habit of gathering together that that you need to be cautious about leaving the regular gathering of God's people. So, I would, I would just caution you to avoid or stop becoming so busy that you don't get to church ever in the summer. So, some things to start, some things to stop, and then some things to renew is the final one. And in renew, what we want to do is just simply look back at what are the normal habits of grace we should be cultivating in our life that just need a little freshener. Maybe they've just, we've just got a little stale in our time with God or stale in our worship, and we just need a little bit of encouragement. And I want to give you maybe two thoughts in that. Look at the daily habits of grace that you should renew. Every new season is a great opportunity to uh, look at some of the daily habits. In particular, I want to I push you to think about the daily habit you have of getting into God's Word. Maybe you've fallen off of the Bible reading plan that you wanted to take, or you need a fresh take because it's gotten stale. Change it up. Do something new that would motivate you. 
One thing I'm doing for this summer is I'm working a little bit to memorize scripture in this next season. So I downloaded a really cool app. It's called Fighter Verses. It was originally started out of Bethlehem Baptist, John Piper's church up in the Twin Cities. But there's an app called Fighter Verses, and they have basically week-by-week verse memory plans with like all sorts of tools to help you memorize scripture. It's really helpful, really good. And then what I do is I've kind of taken a rubber band and I write the verse of scripture on there so that I can look at it throughout the day. And by the way, that kind of like memory verse of scripture, you know, looking at it on a rubber band sort of idea. I got this from a really cool guy in our church, Blake uh, Stanley, who he runs a website. If you've never checked this out, it's called proclamationcoalition.com, proclamationcoalition.com. They sell, you know, all sorts of shirts and gear and all sorts of really cool stuff. But one of the really neat things they do is they have a thing called a monthly subscription to the Bible Memory Project. It, it's You should check it out because this is where I got the idea of writing these verses on my you know little rubber band on my wrist because they basically put out a rubber band that send, sends out to you every 30 days with new verses that you get to memorize for that month. It's just such a cool way to memorize scripture. And that's another thing you could renew in the summer. Renew your habits with God's word. Uh, memorize scripture would be one to think about in the summer. It's just been a good reminder for me that every new season is a new opportunity to reset old rhythms. Renew your habits of how are you reading God's word. You know, I just think this is a great chance to ask the question, where am I at as I go into the summer with how I am intaking or meditating on scripture? So those are daily habits. Um, Another daily habit I think you should pay attention in summer is uh, sleeping. I'm just going to put this, this is like word of warning to the student who's like hasn't started their summer job or whatever. Sleeping in till noon, just doing that all summer is not a good idea, okay? And yes, your mom paid me to say that to you. So look, let's just get that habit fixed a little bit there. All right, let's talk about weekly habits to renew. So if you have a daily habit of trying to intake scripture weekly, the thing we've talked about at Cornerstone a lot is just programming out a day of rest or a Sabbath where we do something different. We receive God's gift, his weekly reminder that we are not just human doings, we're human beings, that we don't just work, you know, we rest. And so one day a week, we intentionally rest from the activity we do in creation to enjoy the good fruits of creation from our work. And so I think summer gives such a beautiful chance to do this because in Sabbath, what you want to do is just think whatever I do as a living, so whatever I do to be paid or as my vocation, as my main time thing, on a Sabbath day, I want to try to do something that's opposite of that. So if you work outdoors with your hands, you know, farming, plowing, cultivating in the field, you might actually want to stay inside watch a show that you love, read a book, because that is a rhythm that is different than your normal working rhythm, okay? For me, I work with my mind. I write. I think. So when I come to a Sabbath day or a Sabbath season, I actually generally don't read a ton of like Bible-based theology books. I read a novel or a fun biography, or I'd go on longer walks and runs outdoors. I I play more games because that's not what I do normally. So we rest by doing something that's different from our normal rhythm. 
One kind of caveat on here that I always give is when you're a parent with young children, you're like, oh, okay, great. So I can neglect my kids for a day. Okay, well, no, you can't. But if you work with your spouse, you can neglect them for a couple hours because the other person watches them. And so this is a chance for you guys to serve one another. You may not get a whole 24 hours, but you can serve each other with a Sabbath, you know, coffee break at least, you know, and serve one another intentionally with that. So reset your rhythms of a day of rest. You know, it's not the time to punch the gas and do more in the summer. It's time to renew. So the summer is here, guys. And again, a reminder, we'll be going every other week for the podcast through the summer because I'm kind of resting a little bit more in this summer season as well. For me, August 3rd, we'll restart it. But as you head to this summer, like every new season, there's an opportunity to start that which is helpful and good. And so get outside, become curious about the space where you are, get moving and sweaty and do something fun outside and just explore life in general. Take the vacation, enjoy the summer. Let's start that those good new habits. Let's stop and avoid just returning to the old places as the old me. Don't become so busy that we neglect enjoying life and enjoying worship. And let's renew the daily habits of time in God's word. Maybe memorize or meditate on scripture in a new way. And let's renew our commitment to a weekly day of rest where we rest from our labor to enjoy God's creation, to worship with God's people, and to have a day of delight. Guys, I hope you have a great summer. I am planning to have a great summer. And in some ways, that means I'm planning fewer things that I'm going to do all through the summer because I don't need to run at a breakneck pace. I need to enjoy this. I live in Iowa, guys. We have like 11 good weeks a year. We need to soak them up right now. So let's enjoy this summer as a gift of God's grace. And I'm praying that it would just, as you delight in him and enjoy his good gifts, it would again remind you of what it takes to be fruitful and faithful as God has called us in this world. 